Welcome. Episode number 12. You have finally made it to the season one finale of No Josh. And if it is your first time tuning in, welcome. And if you're back, welcome back to the show. In episode number 11, we went over divide and conquer. And that's the method in which the elite, or in which I believe the elite, have used to their advantage to divide the American people for many, many years. And in this final episode, I want to take all of those outlooks and come up with some solutions to the issues that are occurring in our country. So I'm really happy with how everything has went so far this year. With my podcast, I have been able to meet a lot of new cool people and spread ideas and concepts that I believe are very important. And it has been a learning opportunity for me. But most importantly, I have been able to express myself in ways that I haven't in the past. And it has made me a really happy person. And I'm excited to announce that there will be a season two. And I will be coming back, but this time I will be coming back with guests on my show. And I'm super excited about that because I love to meet new people. And I think it's always interesting to hear people's perceptions or backgrounds. And everyone's got a unique story to tell or special ideas to spread or certain talents to talk about. And I just find that very special and unique. And that's one of the ultimate goals of the show is to just meet as many people as I possibly can. So I'm really excited. And thank you so much for tuning in to season one. I know that not all of the episodes probably have the best sound quality, but I hope that it's improving. Um, so just bear with me. I should be getting better as we move forward. So. Let's dive into Unite and Overcome, episode 12. I think this is the number one way in which America can face all of their diversity and divide. And that's by realizing that they are one and the 99% ultimately have the most in common. So let us not focus on our slight differences but rather we wake up to our similarities and we fight for those. And I think that's something that the American people need to hear and they need to get it through their heads. And I know there's many different approaches that one can take to this Unite and Overcome method, and I'm going to list a few of them in this episode. So I know in my first two episodes I talked about like how our politicians are not held accountable and there's absolutely no transparency when it comes to Washington, D.C. and their constituents. And if anything, the constituents are misled by their lawmakers to a certain degree. And it's really sad because that's what our country was founded on. But our constituents have little to no say with what's going on in our political world or the major events that are occurring. So... The first thing that we can do to unite and overcome is we can start to hold not only our politicians accountable, but we can also hold our influencers accountable. And by influencers, I just mean anyone who has an influence in the political world. I know recently um, 
I'm going to use LeBron James as an example. He got involved with one of the police officer shootings and he said something about you're next. And he was referencing past events that have occurred with white officers and people of black skin color. And what LeBron James is doing is only firing up more tension and divide in our country because just like our lawmakers, he isn't addressing the real issues in society. He isn't talking about the rate at which minorities or blacks are incarcerated. And they have been in the past because of private prisons and the system is very corrupt because it runs off of money. So LeBron James is a perfect example of someone who needs to be held accountable. I know his post probably got a million likes or whatever, and they're like, oh my gosh, LeBron James. But people like our influencers just fuel into the fire and they play a perfect role on a puppet string because they have such a large audience base. And I'm not necessarily saying that, oh, this person plays sports, so they need to stay out of politics. But when the influencer are just being used as a puppet and not actually talking about the real issues, addressing the real issues or solutions to those issues, that's when I have a problem with it. And I just think that our country lacks leadership in that department. And not only are influencers of blame for this, but our politicians are too. Um, one of the biggest things that I think I was misled about through high school and even into college or when I started to wake up to the what's actually going on in D.C. was the fact that I believed that people of both sides were actually being fairly represented by their politicians and the politicians were standing up for things that were right for their constituents. But that is probably the farthest from the truth. Because ultimately, the only thing that the politicians are doing is they are returning favors for those who are putting money towards them. And it's really sad, but all of our politicians do get bought out. And it's not something that they're just going to come out on TV and talk about. But it's very obvious through the way that they make laws and pass laws that that is the way that the system works. And another big thing, too, here, especially with the coronavirus, is they just keep printing out money. I mean, I think that's something maybe the constituents should have somewhat of a say on or a vote on. But our government can just keep printing out money and the constituents have absolutely no say in it. I don't think that's right, um, considering 50% of the total money supply is going to be printed within two years. That's just, that's not a good thing. But yeah, that is definitely one of the biggest things that you can do is starting to hold those people accountable. And by holding those people accountable, that means that you hold your friends accountable too. So if someone's like bringing up a influencer or a politician who's saying something about a certain matter, and it's an issue that's been going on for a while in society, it's most likely that those people are just fuel playing into the fire and adding fuel to it because, like I said earlier, they aren't addressing the real issues in society and they aren't addressing 
solutions to those issues. So society will keep going down this constant track of left, right, divide on immigration, abortion, and matters that necessarily don't really matter. Because the thing is, is that the system was never set up for the worker. And considering there's more employees than there are business owners, that's really sad because our country runs off capitalism. And I've mentioned many previous episodes on how to get out of that trap, but it's a trap that many people fall into. But if you take your finances seriously, the game is not that hard to play if you take it back to the banks. And I dove deep into it in financial literacy, and I'm sure I'll have people come on and talk about it in future episodes. But a lot of our world and country lacks financial literacy, and it's really sad. But also at the same time, I completely understand when feelings such as jealousy and greed and this psychological need that people create for themselves for certain products or services. But I've been able to kind of just like get out of that trap and I have, I haven't let go of everything, but I'm not attracted to physical possessions or items necessarily. And I've realized that the quicker that you get on top of your finances, the quicker that you're going to be free from the enslavement of the system. And by that, I just mean a lot of people work all the way until they're 65 to retire. And that's just not something that I plan on doing in my life. So that's one way. But most importantly, change always starts with you. And I know there's a famous cliche Gandhi quote that reads along the lines of be the change you wish to see in the world. But that is absolutely true. It is something that nobody can take away from you. And by that, I just mean like your identity and who you are and represent. And if you're someone that is still playing into the political games, I understand because not too long ago, I was someone that was doing the same exact thing, but it took a few different books and a few different authors to realize that not everything is as it seems. And the school system isn't going to teach you about this. Obviously not because the school system was set up for the worker and for the worker to stay a worker for a long time. And that's why the wealth gap will always continue to get bigger. Especially, here's another thing I want to mention this in this episode. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that the cost of living just keeps going up and wages are not matching it whatsoever. And by that I mean like we never see raises in the minimum wage, but yet the cost of living keeps constantly going up. And I, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or a Democrat. I mean, that just shouldn't be right either way. That, that's not, yeah, it's not right. And that's something that the American people need to stand up for in the future. And I just want to 
I, I want to be able to drive to cities and not see people in homeless shelters or homeless in general. I just think that it's a really sad thing. And I think basically a few wrong events can have someone end up on the street. And I understand that in America, that's kind of the way that it works. But if you have half a heart, then I think that our tax money could be put towards getting those people back up and on their feet again. And by tax money, I just mean most of the money that's spent in Washington, D.C. is wasted anyways. And we don't even know where a lot of it goes. And that's not right either. I think that the government government needs to be a lot more transparent about exactly where your tax money is going. I think that the IRS is a scam. I think that basically it should be filed for you every single year where they just send you the amount that you owe in federal taxes and state taxes. But if you look into it deeper, it's because companies like TurboTax and other online companies that file taxes make way too much dang money for there to be an automatic system. But I think that's a joke. And if there's ways for our economy to become more efficient and a couple companies have to take a hit, then if those people are such geniuses or hard workers, then they're going to figure it out in another industry. And let's be honest, they probably already made enough money by now off the system. So that's another big thing. We as a species need to realize that a lot of the entertainment and music industry spreads a lot of hate and divide. And like I was talking about earlier, even our politicians and influencers are doing things to divide us. The news always does things to divide us. No one will ever do or not. No big names will ever do things that will actually suggest solutions or ideas to bring the people together. Instead, they just sit at home and watch their eat their popcorn and watch America fight against each other. We have leaders in Washington, D.C. that are calling the riots that are happening up in Minnesota and other areas as protests, peaceful protests. And they are encouraging these riots. That is not a leader to me. That is someone who is very weak, who is just creating more hatred and divide in our country. A peaceful protest is not rioting, looting, and stealing or burning down cities. That is not a peaceful protest. And another thing that the government doesn't want you to talk about is, I mean, segregation and slavery are just as present now as they've ever been in the past. Slavery is done now in the form of contracts. And I am not going to go too into depth with that. But if you know, you know, make sure you always read your contracts before you sign them because it's always in the terms and conditions, guys. And another thing that they are doing is segregate us into groups. When you are born, they identify you with a race. If you want to apply to a school or apply for a job or apply for anything, you have to put your race, you have to put your gender, okay? And now a big thing that's going to be happening in the future is they're segregating us even farther. They're segregating us like we're getting the big movements like the Black Lives Matter, Asian Lives Matter. And this one's really stingy, or not stingy, but it really sticks out to me is the pronouns and the bios. And I'm really big against that because 
it's going to get very touchy in the future and it's only segregating us more. If you want to be, or if you want to identify as something, I'm going to respect that. But those are usually the people that like believe in the science or even during the coronavirus are like, trust the science, believe the science, listen to Dr. Fauci. Oh my gosh. Yet they think there's an, limitless amount of genders that just doesn't make sense to me that is completely going against science and if they don't see how ironic that is then maybe they need to pick up a science book but this is actually a serious thing and they segregate us into groups and they start these movements to segregate us and it's really sad because our country's better than that. And they don't even know that they're better than that because that's all they've been fed their whole life. And that's just really sad because I know the quality of life is a lot higher in a lot of other countries. But in America, you get to chase the dream. And if you win, you win. And you get to be free from the system. But there's a lot of people who lose and they lose really badly in America. So I just think that there is definitely ways in which the constituents could actually set up the laws that would govern our whole country, whether it be economically, whether it be domestically, internationally, the constituents need to have more voice and power. And there's only a few select people who actually have a say in our current political world, and that's the way it's been for a while. I mean, just think about it, guys. The Federal Reserve owns our government for the most part. And on top of that, um, we've just had our government do some really sketchy things, and they should not necessarily be trusted. I mean, before the day before 9-11, like $10 billion present dollars just went missing from the Pentagon. Not a trace. But guess what? The government just got to sign it off and balance their checkbook. If the average citizen did that, they'd be in jail for life. And that goes back to the IRS thing I said earlier. You can be put in jail for a long time for tax evasion, even just a little bit of a mess up. And that's not right. That's not right. It should automatically be done for you. We're paying all these taxes, and yet we are not seeing many things being done the transparency can be a lot better so if i want to go back to you though and how change starts with you i think it's important to spread love as i've been talking about i don't know if you guys know who bob marley is maybe you guys need to listen to some of his music he has a lot of good vibes for loving other people and i understand like a lot of people spread love and joy amongst each other but for humanity to reach like the next level they're gonna have to spread love on the political world and that's something that they haven't necessarily been able to do and i think it can be done though and it will be done because change is imminent but on the change starts with you subject another key point is i think it's important for people to find purpose I think there's a lot of people that kind of wander through life wondering what their purpose is or why they were sent here. And I think that's something that shouldn't be thought about lightly. 
but it should also be something that just comes to you. And one of my biggest like struggles or growths that I've kind of went through over this past year is like finding something to do in the future that I'm passionate about versus doing something that's going to bring in a lot of money. And I finally came to the conclusion that chasing money in life will never bring me happiness. Chasing items, materialistic things will never make me happy because ultimately you just keep trying to grab higher and higher and keep going up the rope, but there's really no stop. In America, I mean, cap, you see Bezos net worth, you see Musk net, net worth. You can just keep going forever and ever. There's never an end. And that's just something that's never going to bring true happiness into someone's life. Yes, I do have goals to be on my own time and have financial freedom, but I'm going to give back. And I just understand that I'm not chasing money in life, but rather I want to do things that bring passion and purpose my way. And every single morning when I get out of bed, I'm excited to attack the tasks at hand for the day. And if this is something that you want to talk to me about, I would be more than happy to. Because I think a lot of times in life, people end up doing things that don't necessarily make them happy. So if you're a kid listening to this, it's good to find your passion or purpose at a younger age because you have more time on your side. And as I've talked about in a previous episode... Time is the greatest asset, and it's most definitely the most undervalued one. We take for granted the time that we have on this earth, especially at a young age. I don't think people really realize it. But if you go into a nursing home and you walk around, you're probably going to feel, sense, and see a lot of regret in people. And that's something that I do not want to happen to me in the future. So... Find a purpose and live it out and live your best life. And if you're struggling to figure this out, just think about times that make you the most happy or things that you enjoy to do. And I talked about it in one of my earlier episodes, but sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do to be able to do all the things you want to do later in life. So... The last thing, though, on Unite and Overcome and change starting with yourself is being generous. Um, I was raised to always hold the door open and to always say please and thank you. And I think there's a lot of people in the Midwest anyways who live out their lives that way. But there's a lot of people in life who are just kind of dicks, you know. They act like they have no time for you. And it could just be even just a little interaction with someone in an elevator. Just like a simple hello. And they just give you no response at all. Or they kind of look mean at you. And be generous to each other. Because ultimately, like, we are all fighting our own battles every single day. And we're all dealing with our own issues. And you just never know the impact or effect that you might have on someone's life. And I think it's important to cause synchronicities in other people's lives. And by that, I just mean be yourself around other people and you will start to be in sync with the universe. Because when you're yourself and you listen to your gut and you listen to your heart, I don't think you can ever really go wrong. And I think we always have like that good angel and the devil on our shoulders. And sometimes the devil 
are the negative bad options easier to choose, but being the good person and being generous is usually going to return you a lot better things in life. And I don't know if you believe in karma or not, but what goes around comes around. And I think that's very true. And you're going to be remembered not for the cars you drove, the house you had, but the way you treated other people and the effect and the effect that you had on their lives. And just always choose to be yourself. I think that's like the biggest thing. If you can't be yourself, you're not around the right people. And that's something I talked about in one of my other episodes. We are completely in control of our surroundings and creating the reality in which we want to live out. So be wise with your thoughts and with your words because a lot of those things do end up manifesting into your life. So it's just, it's wise to always be yourself because if you're always trying to please other people or you're doing things that aren't necessarily you or your childhood self wouldn't be happy with, then you aren't probably going to be happy. And that kind of took me a while to figure out. And I had to lose a lot of friends and go through a lot of nights that were sad. It was worth it though, because I really started to figure this out and I started to grow into myself and who I truly am. And now every single situation I go into, I am myself and I'm not afraid to put myself out there and be proud of who I am. And that's something that I hope you guys already practice, or if you don't, that's something that you are able to find in the future because every single person on this earth is so unique and they all bring something different to the table. And I truly do believe that. So always be yourself. If you listened to any of the episodes this season, I just want to say thank you so much and I love you so much. And I would love for you to reach out to me and we can talk about ideas and concepts. And if you're coming across this episode and you would like to know more about a subject or if you would want an opportunity to come on the show, I would love to talk to you about that. I only have a few guests lined up for the fall as of right now, but I will be back in September with episodes and they're going to have guests on them and that's exciting but these 12 episodes that are originally produced and posted are what i would like to call shots at society or things that i believe are vital or important for our future and humanity's well-being and i think it provides insight and knowledge in ways that people have not done necessarily in the past but one of the biggest motivating factors for my show is to spread love, light, and to inspire people to become the best versions of themselves and inspire their friends to do likewise. So I guess that about wraps it up for season number one. Thank you so much for listening. 
and I will catch you guys in September.